0: Hey, good weekend to you. Welcome to Leading Edge. I'm Jerry Anderson. Good to see you folks. Good to have you there. And we are going to step away from politics this weekend. Doesn't that feel good? Kind of just cleansing the palate, if you will. And instead, today I'm handling some introductions to a couple of very interesting people whose very different and separate paths have led them to the same place, the city of Toledo ahead, the brand new athletic director at the University of Toledo, Brian Blair, is the youngest AD among college sports's big programs. The FBS. He's going to stop by here just a couple of weeks now on the job uh, in his new gig over on Bancroft. But up first, and this man has been around town uh, a little longer. Uh, Stuart James is the executive director of the Ability Center of Greater Toledo. He actually arrived in town last fall, I think got down to work in October. Uh, Mr. James, uh, it's great to see my bad for not getting you on leading edge earlier, but you're here now and I'm grateful. Uh, Stuart is a native of Long Island, New York, think Hamptons, Uh, but he came to Toledo after his stint running the Center for Independent Living out in Berkeley, California. So that's interesting. Stuart, from one coast to the other, and now you end up here in the middle in, in Toledo. Why? What attracted you to Toledo in this job at the Ability Center?
1: You know, uh, there's a lot of reasons, but I had been traveling a lot um, since probably the mid-'90s. I hadn't spent fam- uh, Thanksgiving or Christmas with my family I had been overseas a great deal of that time. And I have twin four-year-old daughters. We wanted them to be closer to family. So that was sort of one reason. The second reason was the Ability Center was just really attractive to me. I had some ideas about what needed to take place in disability and how we needed to talk about it. And I thought this was a good place to sort of experiment with some of my ideas.
0: What is the role, the mission of the Ability Center? Of Greater Toledo?
1: Well, you know, the role of the organization is to help make Toledo really, all of Northwest Ohio, um, the most disability friendly community in the country. And that can mean a couple of things. When we talk about being disability friendly, a lot of people think physical accessibility. It doesn't necessarily need to mean that. And I think in terms of physical accessibility, This area has a long way to go. It's an older city. Um, We have weather. There's some challenges. The other way to look at it is the way people think about disability and how they think about those with disability and how people with disabilities think of themselves and the expectations they have for themselves. And that's something we can address now. We're going to get into that. That's something we intend to work
0: on straight out the gate. Stuart James is my guest, the executive director in his first year. Uh, over at the Ability Center of Greater Toledo. Help me out with how many people are dealing with some sort of disability.
1: Well, the number's hard to tell. A lot of people aren't so honest when we do the census. The general um, benchmark we use is somewhere between 12 and 17% of the population.
0: You um, yourself have disabilities, and you'll talk about that. You were born with something called osteogenesis imperfecta, meaning your bones are very brittle. You would acquire a hearing disability. How has that informed or shaped you as a person?
1: You know, it's interesting. Those are two very different experiences I've had arise since... Um, I was a child, so using a wheelchair is just the only thing I know. A lot of times kids would say, hey, you know, do you miss walking? Not really, I never tried it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it looks fun, but you know, I don't know. Um, but losing my hearing was a very different experience. I like music an, an awful lot. Um, and I used to listen to music all the time, which is probably one of the reasons I lost my hearing. Um, but, um, you know, I actually lost something. And that was a very different experience. Um, you know, I, I, it's hard to answer that question because I think it has to be benched against something else. Mm-hmm. And I don't have the something else to bench it against.
0: Got it. You know what I mean? you, Stuart James is my guest. What a background. A sports buff. I love that. Did work with the New York Rangers, was a sports agent, agent had his own media company, even produced, produced a commercial that aired on the Super Bowl. Is that true? Tell me about that.
1: Uh, The commercial was Terry Tate, the office linebacker. I used to be an agent in Hollywood. Um, A gentleman named Lester Spade um, played Terry Tate. And uh, we created it initially as a spec reel for a director named Ralston Thurber, who went on to do Dodgeball and Central Intelligence and a number of other comedies. Um, but this was his spec reel. and then we ended up selling it to um, Reebok,
0: and it, it became a big hit. On one of your travels, you encountered uh, a family, and their view of you helped change your view of you and really started you down the road of being an advocate for the disabled.
1: I did. I started when I was living in China. You know, up until that point, I really didn't do much about my disability. My mom is one of the founders of the Osteogenesis and Foundation in America. I never went to a meeting. It was a 40-year fight with my mom, but I just sort of kept my disability in a box. It's not something I I talked about a great deal. I didn't want it to to define me. And then... um, Long story short, I had a few experiences in China that um, led me to meet a family who had a child with the dis- same disability as me, and it was just a kind of amazing experience, You and know, I, I, I radically changed the way this family viewed their daughter, and all I did was show up, and so I thought maybe I need to start showing up.
0: Start showing up. Showing up is what he did in Toledo last fall. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to be back with Stuart James and talk about where are we going at the Ability Center of Greater Toledo. This is Leading Edge. We're back right after this. Back with Stuart James. He is the Executive Director of the Ability Center of Greater Toledo. Um, One of your stated goals is to change how people view disability. What do you mean by that?
1: You know, I think there's there's still a lot of stigmas. I think a lot of movements have done a great job, and it's not just disability. It might be civil rights. It might be sexual orientation, religion. They do a great job of changing the law, and that's part one. They don't do a great job of the second part, which is changing people's hearts and minds, mm-hmm. the perception they have of an individual because of the way they look or their religious belief or what have you. Um, And I think that's especially true in disability. And so we don't realize when we look at a person with a disability, you see a person with a disability and you're not necessarily seeing a parent or Mm. you're seeing a consumer or an employer or employee. And so that's the part that needs
0: to change. Okay, from a societal point of view. And Stuart James, you want people who have disabilities to change some things as well, don't you? Starting with their own expectations of themselves. Totally, Um, you know,
1: I think sometimes people with disabilities allow society to dictate who they are. Um, And, you know, when I talk to kids or especially kids, I ask them, you know, I'm not so concerned about what they think they can do and what they think they can't do. What I really wanna know is what do you wanna do? What do you wanna do and let's figure it out. I worked in professional sports for 20 20 plus years. Very few people get to the NFL, but parents spend thousands of dollars putting kids through camps, uniforms, leagues, insurance. The kid has no shot, can't even run. But you know, that doesn't stop them from allowing that child to dream. But when children have disabilities, suddenly everyone thinks you have to be practical. Mm. You shouldn't think about these grand ideas because it's not going to happen for you. Yeah. And we got to get out of that. Dreams are dreams. You may not get to be an astronaut if you have cerebral palsy, but very few people get to be astronauts. Yeah. It doesn't mean you can't try to go down that road. And along the way, you might find something that fits you. You'll find your lane. Right. But you got to be allowed the space to try. You also have to be allowed the space to fail.
0: In, a, in short, Stuart James wants all of us, people with disabilities, people who don't have disabilities, to think differently. That's a new initiative coming this summer, and I wanted to talk about it, but we're out of time for today. If you will come back on, because you got a big date coming, July 12th, we'll talk about it when that time rolls around. Okay, Stuart?
1: We do. July 12th, we're going to launch our Think Differently campaign, right. and it's getting people to think differently about those with disabilities, realizing all those things I mentioned earlier, parents and employers right. and consumers, but also realizing for people with disabilities that the world is open to them, that there should be allowed the space to dream. Right. And for those who've acquired disabilities at a later stage in life, then all those aspirations they had prior to their disability um, still exist. Okay. They may look different, but all those things still exist.
0: Well, let's talk and, again as know, July.
1: 12th. Is here to help you with that.
0: Let's talk again as July twelfth gets closer. In the meantime, it's a pleasure to meet you and to introduce you to my audience here on Leading Edge. He is Stuart James the Ability Center? Going to take a break. We'll be back with the brand new athletic director at the University of Toledo. Next on Leading Edge. Hey, I want to welcome you back to Leading Edge. You know, this doesn't happen often. A changing of the guard in the athletic department at the University of Toledo. Until his April 30th retirement, Mike O'Brien had been UT's AD for two decades. That's an impressive run. Doesn't happen a lot in that pressure-filled position. But I now want to welcome in the 14th athletic director. And the full title is something like vice president of athletics. I don't want we think of him as the A.D.'s, the 14th in the history of you, uh Brian Blair, I want to welcome you in, uh, first of all, to Leading Edge, but certainly welcome you to our community as well. This guy, if he looks young, it folks, it's because he is. 37 years old, I think, makes him the youngest athletic director in NCAA FBS that's big school. Okay. That's think division one. All right. Came to Toledo in our mid American conference from Washington state. Yep. That Washington state of the PAC 10 PAC 12, whatever it is these days and having earlier worked at places like rice brainiac school down in Texas, South Carolina, Zia cook school that just won a national championship. Uh, Welcome to leading edge. I I was reading up on you and found out that you'd been doing a whole lot of reading up on Toledo, the university, the community, um, so you came here feeling you knew a lot about Toledo. I'm wondering, now that you're here, what stands out that maybe you didn't expect? What surprised you? What had any surprises so far?
2: Probably the housing market, first and foremost. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I told the staff on my we first day, I, I bought a house via FaceTime, had not stepped foot inside it before we put the purchase. And we walked inside it finally about a week before closing. And it was better than I imagined. It was better than the pictures put out there. Um, I told them I believe the same thing about the athletic Department of this city. Um, I've looked at a lot of videos. I I, I watched a lot of pictures and virtual tours and all those kind of things. Now that I'm here, it's better than I even imagined. Um, The people are warmer. Um, The downtown area and the revitalization going on there is just amazing. Um, All the opportunities and businesses flooding this market. Um, It's really remarkable. And so I feel so incredibly blessed to follow somebody like Mike O'Brien. And Mike's been phenomenal. Isn't he a great guy?
0: Mike Mike O'Brien is, in my opinion, just top Top shelf. There's no yeah, doubt about it. First class that. in
2: every aspect.
0: Now you come, um Mr. Blair, to a school. Yeah, I don't. Uh, this is not a rebuild job. I mean, a lot of things are already clicking. Your men's and women's basketball teams just top the Mid-American Conference regular season. Football always competes at a high level. Let's face it; they will enter this fall as the preseason favorite to win a championship. In fact. When I look at it, that's really all that's been missing, isn't it, is that, is that, is that trophy, that tournament trophy, that MAC championship trophy. I know you want to get over that, huh? but you're the athletic director. How do you do that?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is, I've told everybody, this thing's about going from good to great. I, I didn't run into a burning house, and I got to put out fires day one. In some ways, that makes the job easier um, when you follow somebody that wasn't very good, because just by turning on the lights, um, you're, you're the savior. I'm following somebody that did a really good job and I'm walking into a really good athletic department with really quality people. Um, So it's how we incrementally go from good to great. How do we take that next level in our evolution um, and really become the nation's premier group of five athletic department uh, top to bottom comprehensively?
0: Well, let's talk about uh, college uh, sports. There has been so much movement of teams among conferences. I mean, are you telling me Oklahoma and Texas are going to be in the Southeast Conference, the SEC? What about Cincy and Houston, UCF, all going then out to their old conference, the Big 12? Shouldn't Toledo be looking to move to a larger conference and all the advantages that could bring?
2: I think we're going to look at every single opportunity that's out there. We're happy members of the Mid-American Conference. Our goal is to be the best in every aspect of competing in this conference. But we're always going to keep our eyes open to the best position in Toledo in every aspect. And whether that's conference affiliation, I think this whole landscape's changing. So nobody can kind of sit down and say, hey, we're good for the foreseeable future just because we don't know what's coming down the pipe. There's so much change right now. I think we've got to keep eyes wide open on all fronts. Yeah.
0: You know, I live in a college town. I'm in Bowling Green. You may have heard of it. Um, <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> We're going to get along just fine, I think. And let's face it, our Mac landscape is, 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 you know, is just dotted with college towns. Oxford, Ohio, Athens, Ohio, BG, and on and on. Toledo, though, that's a different dang deal with a built-in potential audience of hundreds of thousands just right there in the metro area. So how do you turn that into a difference maker?
2: Well, I think every idea in the country talks about being the front porch of the university. I think the unique thing about Toledo is we can be the front porch of this city as well. Um, and I believe that because if you live here, you love this place, you're proud to represent it. Almost all of our teams have Toledo across their chest or across their helmet. We represent something larger than the Justice Athletic Department of the university. Um, so, one, we got to do a really good job and make people proud to be affiliated with us. And we got to invite people onto the university's campus to come out to our games, support our student-athletes, and cheer on your city, in addition to maybe cheering on your university.
0: I talked about movement of schools among conferences a moment ago. Speaking of movement, the portal, which allows players to, you know, jump from one school to another without having to sit out the year like they used to. Some coaches I know decrying it. Some have said, hey, college sports, we're, we have free agency. But isn't it true that some student athletes, Mr. Blair, enter the portal, maybe don't find something to their liking or people aren't liking them enough, and then find they're not welcomed back to their original schools, which in the defense of the schools had to award that scholarship to somebody else who wanted to be there. What is Toledo, stand on that issue?
2: I think the the portal is good and bad. I think we need some tweaking. Um, Maybe put some time limitations on when you can do it and when you can't. Um, One, to just make sure we give everybody the same level of communication on when you're going, when you're coming, and what a team and a coach can depend on. If my teammate hops in the portal the day before the season, he significantly impacted my experience. Um, So I want everybody to have that ability, but I think we need to put some parameters about it. But I tell anybody, I hopped in the portal from Washington State, ended up at Toledo, right? Um, And so I, I think that's part of the new world order. Um, in terms of student-athletes having those decisions in front of them. But I think we can add some parameters to better protect everybody involved.
0: And players also now can, can, can make some bucks off their name, image, and likeness. That whole nil issue, NIL folks, name, image, likeness. Which, man, to me, I'm old school, I get it. That seems just one small slippery step from players getting paid. And then another separator, it seems to me, of where the rich will just get richer because their players will have larger chance to cash. Won't they? I mean, if I'm playing for the Ohio State Buckeyes, I'm guessing I have a lot better chance to make more money for myself than I do
2: at Kent. Maybe. I mean, and and you talked about the city of Toledo before. I think that gives us some unique opportunities in comparison to some of our peers. Um, So we're not going to shy away from that conversation. Um, I I think there's advantages and disadvantages to be had. Um, But my, my sense is, As long as we still line up across from each other, offense and defense, and there are only so many student athletes who can play at one time, there's going to have to be student athletes to go to other institutions. Um, And so we have a chance to to have a bunch of chance Um, and be the best that we can be here at Toledo.
0: Okay. Example, just very hypothetical. I have several car dealerships in Toledo and I hear that the University of Toledo is trying to get a quarterback. And then, you know what? I think that if I get this guy on camera, he could sell some cars for me. So, hey, I'm going to dial you up and say I can pay him. And I think I'm allowed to now because I'm paying for his name, image, and likeness. I'll give him hundred grand a year if he'll hawk my cars. Can you do that?
2: My understanding of the current the rules is no because it'd be a recruiting inducement. That does not mean it's not happening across the landscape. And I think that's one of the issues the NCAA is trying to wrangle right now because I think all of us feel like the rules are a little bit fuzzy on this, what you can and what you cannot do, and how are we involved versus how maybe some of our supporters are involved. And, and how do I put a limit on you, Jerry? You're not a Toledo employee. How do I tell you what you can and cannot do for a young man that's not a student or, or student athlete yet at the um, University of Toledo? So I, I think it's created a lot of challenges that we're all trying to wrestle with. Um, but this is, again, a change in landscape.
0: Um. This one has rankled me, and we'll wrap up with this. Mid-American Conference, as you know, has become a one-bid league come NCAA March Madness time. It's whoever wins the tournament. I mean, you could have a 25-win regular season team, but they falter in the championship game. They don't get in, and I guarantee you that team out of the MAC is going to perform better, deserves to be in that tournament, more than the seventh team out of, let's say, the Big Ten. I just believe that. How do you change that, Brian?
2: Yeah, well, I think Kyle and Tricia built remarkable programs, not just teams, remarkable programs. And so now the conversation is, okay, how do we get over that edge? I know they're both looking at scheduling. There's some things we can do on our own end um, to strengthen our resume, come that conversation. I think we as a conference, I've got my first MAC meeting jet next week um, to be able to talk about what do we look like as a league um, in terms of all these rankings that the NCAA comes into to think about your body of work. Um, but there's a couple of angles, but just to depend on the t- tournament. I don't think it's the right answer. We need to open up all avenues, play well in the tournament, but also open up other opportunities to get that at large bid.
0: All right. And what have they told you about the um, rivalry, the I-75 rivalry? Just wondering.
2: <laughs> I heard there's a town down the road a to compete with us. i <laughs> to compete with them. <laughs>
0: and when you come down, I, I will be glad to welcome you, Brian. We'll, we'll look forward to meeting you and seeing you in person. But in the meantime, I wanted to get him uh, introduced to all of you at home. Brian Blair, brand new. Well, started at the start of the month athletic director at the university of Toledo, you Toledo. And, uh, I'm going to go ahead and do this. <clears throat> go Rockets. See, I just did it.
2: I, I, now we're talking. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate that. I got a 20 for you when we get off here.
0: All right. I'm going to do, I'm going to do, I'm going to also do I Ziggy Zumba and you ask around what that means. Okay. <laughs> be well. Thanks for being with us. Thank you, Jerry. And we'll be right back. Hey, I want to thank my guest today, Stuart James from the Ability Center, Brian Blair from UT. As always, want to thank you for being there. Have a great week ahead. See you next week. All needing edge.